Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Walking in Greatness. I am your host, Cheryl Kell, and I am super excited to be able to spend the next 25 minutes or so with you today. I pray that this show empowers you to walk in your calling with greatness. We will be covering some topics on this show that will help women be able to push past whatever they're going through and to answer their calling to God and be able to walk in purpose. And that's what the show is all about. I wanted to come on today to take time without a guest to talk about some stuff that we're going to be covering on the show. Because once we have guests on the show, I want to give them the full time to be able to share their story and be able to connect with the audience. So I wanted to do this without taking away time from them. And I think I will do this probably like once every six to eight weeks, just come on, share some updates, share some statistics of what God has been doing since the show has come on air. We also have a podcast and this show and the podcast is going to reach the nations. Many lives are going to be changed. Healing will take place. There's going to be breakthrough taking place and we give God all of the glory for the things that he's going to do. So we're super excited. And I just, again, wanted to come on and talk with you on today. This is going to allow, when I can come on and and just talk, this will allow me to be able to reach the audience to find out if there's different, different things that you want us to cover, different things that you want us to talk about and to be able to connect with you as the host and you get to learn a little bit more about myself. I am a certified life coach. Um, I'm also a certified holistic wellness coach and also a certified domestic violence coach. So I take coaching seriously. I want to be able to help women be able to get past whatever they're going through in life. And my answer to God has always been yes. And if I can just touch one woman's life along the way and make change in their life, it will be all worth all of the studying, all of the finances that I've spent to get certified, all of the continual educations to stay up to date on ways to help you. So I want you to sit back today, relax, and be able to just listen to some things that we're going to cover up in the next um, couple of months. Probably it's going to take about the next two months to cover these um, subjects that we're going to cover. And it may go into three months, depending on um, if we just go more in depth. So the first thing we're going to be covering, since this is the month of December, leading into January, there's a lot of people who go through grief, the grief process, when holidays come up, they missing loved ones, and we just want to be here to be supportive. So we have a few guests that are going to come on and share their stories and just hope that other people are able to connect so that they can find healing. Again, the first topic we're going to deal with is grief. And you may want to understand a little bit more about grief because sometimes people don't really understand the grieving process. They don't understand what to say to people. They're uncomfortable when they're talking about it. So we're just going to have our four to five guests. It's probably going to be five. Come on. And they're going to give you some um, tips on things that help them. They're going to share their story. And even in sharing their story, they're going to find additional healing is going to still take place. 
people's lives are going to be changed by just listening to these stories. Um, the first person I'm going to have um, come share her story is Becky Green. Becky Green um, lost her spouse after many years of marriage. She was looking forward to retirement and they're going to spend the rest of their lives together. And she lost her spouse weeks before retirement happened. And so she's going to come on and she's going to share her story and she's going to talk about how God has been working in her life, some purpose that God has placed in her life afterwards, and just some coping um, mechanisms and some supportive um, things that she found that was able to help her. Then we're going to also have another young lady who's going to come on and share her story, possibly um, her husband's um, death was just recent. So she feels like right now she's ready to share, but we're not going to push her. But I'm praying that she comes on and share because it's going to help her with her healing process as well. And she has two small children that she has to continue to raise. And she has to do that without her spouse now. And I know there are many others who have lost a spouse with small kids. And it's just to be a way for you all to connect and be able to find some resources and some, again, some things that have helped her. And then I have two ladies who are going to come on and talk about losing children. Um, one who was a teenage, lost her teenage son um, about eight years ago, and she is still healing and still going through the healing process, but she's going to share her story and some things that have helped her. And another young lady is going to share on how grief has affected her when she lost a child during pregnancy. And so we pray as these women are getting ready and getting prepared to share their stories that God provides strength for them and he provides additional healing for them and for those who are going to hear um, the stories and feel a connection with these um, ladies. And then, so we want to also just talk about grief. And so just to give a general idea of what grief is, there's a lot of misconceptions around grief and the grieving process. So first of all, grief is a natural and complex process, which includes emotional responses to loss. It is very complex because it is such an individual thing. You know, we can't look for everyone to grieve the same way. Grief causes individuals to feel a range of emotions and there's no timeline for healing. And we can't push people or rush people through this process. We have to let individuals heal on a timetable that is suitable for them and what God has placed in their lives. And, and the way that they handle it is individual and personal and we can't push our feelings or we can't push on them our experience and how long it took us. Give yourself the grace if you're um, in a healing process through the grief. Give yourself grace to navigate this journey at your own pace. Please don't rush through it. Don't allow people to rush you through it. Allow the Holy Spirit and allow God to continue healing you at a pace that is good for you. There are some physical and behavioral responses to grief. Grief can manifest physically, leading to symptoms such as fatigue, changes in appetite, sleep disturbances, and physical aches and pains. 
a lot of times people don't want to eat. The pain of the loss that they're going through has just taken away any desire to have food and we can't push people into eating. I know we want them to be healthy, but allow people to, again, go through the process and heal as God is taking them through it. There are some behavioral responses which may include withdrawal from social activities, difficulty, concentrating, and changes in daily routine. Allow people the space to be alone if they want to or need to. Give them that space to be able to mourn and heal in privacy. It can also arise from various types of loss, not just death. And it involves a range of feelings, thoughts, and behavior. Grieving, again, is a process that takes time. There is no fixed timetable, as I stated before. The duration of grief varies for each individual and can be influenced by factors such as the nature of the loss, the purchase person's support system, and their ability to cope. So when we look at grief and we want to understand exactly the definition or the explanation of grief, um, grief is also often described as an emotional suffering or sorrow experienced when something or someone loved is no longer present. I want to stress again that this is a normal and natural response to loss. Don't feel guilty, guilty about grieving. Don't feel like you're burdening other people because you're grieving. Allow the process to take place. So there are stages of grief. The pioneering work of Elizabeth Kubler-Ross identified five stages of grief as denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. It is important to note that not everyone experiences these stages in the same order are with the same intensity. Grief is a highly individual experience. Keep that in mind. It is a highly individual experience. Let people grieve again the way that they grieve and let them go through the process the way that they need to. Different people may react differently to the same type of loss based on their personality, coping mechanisms, and the cultural background. And also there are other factors that affect it. There are some spiritual um, things that were affected depending on if they have a relationship with Christ, if they don't. I mean, there's a lot of factors that will make each person's individual grief process look totally different from someone else. There is no right or wrong way to grieve. And people may express their grief in various ways. Let them do it. Keep this in mind when hearing the stories of our upcoming guests, you will hear similar stories, but with different outcomes. They have the right to experience the grief the way that is in them. If you miss the show on television, um, on we're currently on Lit TV. If you're watching today, it's on Lit TV. 
Um, and we also have the audios available on, po on my podcast website, which can be heard even after the show is over. The podcast website <laughs> will have these stories on and you can go back and listen again. So in order to find the podcast, you would go to walkingingreatness.buzz, B-U-Z-Z, Sprout, S-P-R-O-U-T, dot com. Again, walkingingreatness.buzzsprout.com. You can also find a link for the podcast on my website, which is walkingingreatness.com. And I'll give that again a little later. So when we're still talking about grief, it's important to recognize that grief, again, is unique to the individual and it is a personal journey. As loved ones and family and friends, it's important for us to provide support, empathy, and understanding to individuals experiencing grief and that this is a crucial role for us to take part in. If someone is struggling with the grieving process, they can seek help from mental health professionals or support groups. And these supports can be very beneficial in the process of um, healing. For Also for anyone who's interested in, I have a 21 day PDF version of a grief devotional journey, journal, which I will send out as a gift for myself and it's totally free in order to redeem this um, 21 day grief devotional journey you can visit my store at stan s-t-a-n dot store backslash cheryl kell and so you'll just download it and print it and then you'll be able to go through the 21 day journal it is very beneficial it's packed with scriptures and it's a place for you to journal your thoughts you can also reach me by Email, again, that's at info at walkingingreatness.com. You can request it that way if you're not able to download it on the website, but it's fairly easy. You, you'll find it. It is under the topic of free journals, and you just click on it and download it, and it'll send it to your email. And then another topic that we're going to cover in the next month or so is a we're going to be addressing a challenging and sensitive topic that affects many individuals within our community. And that topic is domestic violence. Domestic violence is very dear to my heart. I started a nonprofit called RISE, and that's an acronym for Restoring Inner Peace and Self-Esteem. And this nonprofit is for women who have come out of domestic violence and are ready to reestablish their life. It's a 12-week coach, coaching program and um, it will help in many facets and um, parts of what you need to do to reestablish your life, financial, there's just it's a lot of subjects that's covered in and it's an awesome program. And the reason why I said it needs to be for women who have come out of domestic violence already, my main thing for people who are in domestic violence is for you to concentrate on finding a safe place and getting out of a situation that can cause you to lose your life. So the, all of the focus at that point should be on you finding safety and finding a place of um, 
restoration and being able to save, literally save your life. And so I don't want the 12 week program to be a stress and interfere in that process. Again, um, I'm a certified domestic violence help advocate. So I am certified to help women um, move forward in life coming out of a domestic violence situation. Um, with my nonprofit, I, um, the probably January, February, I'm gonna re, be reorganizing my board um, probably closer to February. So I do have a few positions that are open. If you feel that you're called to help women find wholeness after domestic violence, please reach out to me and let's set up a meeting to discuss if this organization is somewhere that God has um, a place for you and he'll be able to use you to help women move forward in life. So please reach out to me if this is something that God has placed in your heart to do and you just didn't know what to do or how to get started. So also I want to discuss um, for just for a few minutes um, about domestic violence. I'm going to have a couple of um, domestic violence advocates joining me for conversation in the next month. Um, one thing or actually one person is going to be joining us in the next couple of weeks. So one thing I want to be clear about is that as Christians and as um, domestic violence advocates, that we believe in the sanctity of marriage. But we also recognize that the importance of addressing issues that can harm individuals and families. So we're going to address those issues. Um, and if you are in a, an unsafe place, you know, we're going to encourage you to be, get in a safe place and um, not put yourself in a position where you may lose your life. Domestic violence is a painful reality for far too many people. It's important for us to approach this topic with empathy, understanding, and a commitment to so supporting those who may be experiencing it or have experienced it in the past. A few types of abuse are physical, emotional, financial, sexual abuse, and so many other areas of abuse, but we're just going to cover a couple of ways. But I admonish people who are concerned about individuals that they know or family members to just read up on abuse so that you're able to understand the signs and the symptoms of what people are going through. It's also crucial to dispel any misconceptions or misunderstandings about domestic violence. No one should ever endure abuse and seeking help is a brave and necessary step. As a church community, we have a responsibility to create a safe space where victims feel supported and where perpetrators are held accountable for their actions. This is no longer the day and the time for us to stand back and not do something when it comes to domestic violence and helping our loved ones. It's important to know that seeking help is not a sign of weakness, but a courageous step towards healing. Knowledge is a powerful tool in combating domestic violence. Let's empower ourselves and others to re recognize the signs and take positive action. We will provide the knowledge you need and steps you can take in our upcoming shows and connections of who um, you can connect with to learn more. We remember if you are a victim of domestic violence, you are valuable and your well-being matters. There is hope and help available. You just 
um, need to reach out. I want to also share a connection um, today. So for someone who is going through domestic violence and in a situation where they need help, immediately you can reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. They're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They cover the languages of English, Spanish, and 200 plus other languages through interpretation services. So they are literally there and able to help anyone. If you or someone you know need help, please call 1-800-799-7233. This will connect you with the domestic violence hotline. Another um, topic that we're going to cover in the next month or so are healthy boundaries. And I thought that was important because when you have unhealthy boundaries, that can lead to domestic violence. So I felt these topics were close together enough that I needed to do these together. So we're going to talk about personal boundaries. We're going to talk about self-care. We will talk about the importance of self-care, both physically and emotionally, as a mean of overall, overall maintaining your overall well-being. And then we're also going to discuss time management. We will encourage you in setting realistic priorities and manage, managing time effectively to balance personal, family, and spiritual commitments. We will also discuss healthy relationships. We will discuss the importance of maintaining healthy boundaries and in relationships, including family, friends, church life, and rom romantic relationships. We will also cover communication. We will stress that open and honest communication is a foundation that is needed for strong relationships, any type of relationship. Communication is very important. We're gonna also talk about um, spiritual boundaries, how your personal um, faith, we wanna encourage you to um, use personal growth, have personal growth and faith through um, prayer, Bible studies, reflections, and also through relationships such as discipleship groups, um, some places call it small groups, but a community of people who are surrounded with you uh, and able to help you in bad times or help you when things that you need support in. It is important to have that community. We will also talk about community involvement, how important, how important it is participating in a supportive Christian community, such as a church or synagogue, whatever your religious beliefs are. Having that support as a, a Christian community is very important. We're going to also talk about physical boundaries. We will discuss the significance of maintaining physical boundaries, both in terms of dress and conduct, in line with Christian values of modesty and purity. We will also discuss other areas and boundaries that are also important. Walking in Greatness is a show that we will cover all areas that will help women overcome obstacles and walk in their purpose. Walk in your calling with greatness. There will be so many topics covering women. We wanna help you understand that wherever you are and whatever you're going through, that you are not alone. God is there and help is there and the community is there to help you push through whatever you're going through. 
we're also going to be talking about starting businesses. There are some who want to start businesses. So we're going to have people on talking about how to start a business, how to maintain a business. We're going to talk, talk about um, topics such as finance, health and wellness, depression, men and mental health, so much more. It is our desire, if it's your desire to write your story in a book, we'll have people here able to help you do just that. If there is a topic you want us to cover and we have not mentioned it, please write us at email or email us, I'm sorry, email us at info at walkingandgreatness.com. Again, if you are someone who want to share your story and you have overcome obstacles and you have a story that will help other women push forward in life, help other women walk in their purpose and you want to be a guest, please email us and we will set up a time to discuss it. Our desire is that every show is used to help you discover, embrace, and walk out the calling God has for you in greatness and power. There's not a story that will be shared on this platform that God will not use in some, some, way, some way to help push women into greatness. This show is for God to receive the glory. If you have a business that can help viewers and you want to advertise, please also reach out to us. We have some advertisement opportunities um, for each show that comes on. This show will reach the nations. The podcast will reach the nations. So in reaching the nations, your advertisement will reach nations and people will be blessed. Again, thank you for tuning in today. I pray that this show was a blessing to you.